Sarah and I, as lovers of marketing and sales, as students of marketing and sales, we want to learn as much as we can from the pioneers in this space about how we can make marketing and sales Mm -hmm. more human, more authentic, and more, hey, you guessed it, conversational. Ooh. So this podcast is going to be a journey through all things conversational marketing. So this isn't just about putting a chatbot on your website. This is so much more, and it covers and spans everything that you're doing in marketing and sales. Yeah. Okay, guys, so we are going to be your guides throughout this adventure. I'm Sammy. I help our customers build out conversational marketing into their business strategies, and I help optimize experiences on their sites to be more engaging and more real. And I'm Sarah. I have been talking with our customers about their use of Drift and conversational marketing for over two years. And for the past year and a half, I've been focusing on being the power user of the conversational marketing tool that was created by the creators of conversational marketing. So running Drift for Drift. It's super meta. It's meta. (laughs) Okay. Sarah, so as the person Mm -hmm. who runs our conversational marketing strategy for the people who invented conversational marketing, I have an important question for you. What's up? Okay. What the heck even is conversational marketing? Great question. (laughs) So by definition, conversational marketing is the fastest way to move buyers through your marketing and sales funnels through the power of real-time conversations. So it builds relationships and creates authentic experiences for customers and buyers. So that's like the super high level definition. But Sammy, you're working with customers every single day. How do you see this manifesting itself in marketing and sales today? Sure. I see this in marketing and sales through channels we're already familiar with. Mm -hmm. So every marketing team today is thinking about landing pages. They're thinking about webinars, emails, and events, so many more things as part of their marketing function. But there are ways to optimize these channels in a way that puts the buyer in the center of it, which is really what conversational marketing is all about. So we talk all the time about seamless cross-channel experiences, and we're missing a huge one, which is a human connection, human-to-human communication. So if I meet someone from a company at a conference and we have a great conversation, we hit it off, we talk about things, I understand your solution, and then I go to your site, I want that to feel like an extension of our conversation. For sure. I don't want there to feel like there's some huge disconnect between that awesome human conversation I had Mm -hmm. to this now website experience on a B2B website. And this is a super hard thing to wrap your head around. If you've been doing marketing and sales the way we've been taught to do marketing and sales since, well, basically since Salesforce existed. Yeah, like 1998. That's wild. (laughs) So the last big shift in the way that marketers and sales reps 
thought about marketing and selling was when software kind of sprouted up. And Mark Benioff was like, guys, put forms on your website and people will fill them out. And that was like wild. Wild. And they did. And the thing is like they did. And it worked then, but that's not how we communicate now. So people communicate by messaging, by voice, by video in a more now sort of timeline versus hurry up and wait Mm -hmm. to get like hear back from a company. So we're not expecting your company to make this shift to a more conversational way of con- like getting in contact with your buyers overnight. That would be insane. But we're not asking you to not think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we really want to give you small and actionable tips on how you can make your marketing and sales efforts just a little bit more conversational, just a little bit more buyer-centric, so that when you focus on the people who want to give you money, you make it so that they want to give you money. (laughs) Like if you make it hard for people to buy from you, they're not as excited to Right, right. So let's give some examples of conversational marketing that we've seen that really stand out that are not ripping out your forms and putting a check. Right, yeah, let's. Okay. Okay, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Have you been on social media recently? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... If you go on social media and you follow a fast food company of all people, they're doing conversational marketing exceptionally well. It basically feels like your friend who's really sassy and also passionate about food is tweeting about being sassy and passionate about food. Exactly. It feels like I'm following an influencer, not a McDonald's or a Wendy's. It's crazy. And they like make pop culture references. If something's trending, they're going to hop in, but kind of make it about them. Exactly. So they're not just trying to like hop onto a bandwagon of pop culture. It's also kind of they're marketing themselves. Exactly. Which is wild. And they respond to so many of the consumers that care about their brand. They respond to every tweet. It's crazy. And it's so engaging because a conversation that Wendy's has with a Wendy's fast food consumer, Mm -hmm. I'm consuming. I'm enjoying their interaction. And in turn, like, I'm a fan of Wendy's. Yeah, Yeah, like, I know that Wendy's as a whole is a company that kind of shares my values. Right, yeah. Okay, Sarah, Wendy's recently dropped a mixtape called We Beefin'. <laughs> and it is basically a mixtape, which honestly, it's pretty fire. Like, the music is good. And it's roasting one of their competitors, and it went viral. That's- and it was so cool. You wouldn't expect that to come out of a company that focuses on fast food. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, when you look at it from a marketing approach, they started on Twitter and now this mixtape is on Spotify. And now I have Wendy's in so many of my channels mm-hmm. that a fast food company typically wouldn't be in unless they had started this conversational marketing approach. Right. For sure. So I'm gonna give my example oh please do so there's a brand that i am obsessed with if you follow me on twitter i tweet passionately about them (laughs) they're 
Glossier's email marketing gets me every time. I knew you were going to say Glossier. <laughs> Guys, Sarah is a huge fan. My entire face right now is brought to you by Glossier. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners at home, it's my face. So the thing about Glossier is that they do slightly plain text email. So slightly HTML templated email. Sorry. So it's not super marketing-y right. looking when you get their emails. They have super short email copy. Mm-hmm. There is exactly one thing that they want you to do, and that's click on their CTA and their subject lines and preview text are unreal. So cute. So I'm giving you, I'm giving you an example. So Glossier was dressed like their skincare makeup brand. They also have a fragrance line and they released a new brand that was a little bit different than their like usual Glossier brand. And the way that they promoted it was unbelievable. So I get an email February 22nd. It's fine. I remember the day. She remembers the day. Wow. <laughs> With the subject line, new brand coming soon. Who's not going to open that? Like, it just makes you want to know what it is, when it's coming, and, like, what I can do to it's get. It's so to, mysterious. It's also so simple. Mm-hmm. It's four words that is it like if you put that through a subject line generator, like, you'll never get it because it's not complicated. And so then they have just an image of the logo of their new brand, the date that it's coming, and then a link to the new Instagram for that new brand. So there's a clear CTA for me, and that's to follow that Instagram because now I know that that's the place where I can go to get updates on this brand. And it left me with an unbelievable taste in my mouth because I was like, damn, they're letting me know that they are working on this thing and they want to keep me updated. Yeah, Glossier, where was uh, my email? (laughs) You gotta subscribe. So those were two e-commerce B2C examples because honestly, for conversational marketing, we look to e-commerce as a role model. But for those B2B marketers out there, Sammy and I wanted to give you an example of a B2B company that we think is doing conversational marketing really well, specifically in their swag. Yeah, Okay, if you look at me and Sarah's laptops... Or water bottles. Or journals. I mean, it's everywhere. There is a common theme. And it's stickers. It's stickers. Yeah. Everyone loves stickers. They're super easy to give away in direct mail campaigns, at trade shows, to your customers as welcome packages. And so, shout out to Sigster. Dude, Sigster hooks it up. This is not like they don't know that we're talking. This is not an ad. (laughs) We're just trying to figure out a good B2B example. And we looked at our laptops and we were, we sensed that theme. Yeah. So they know exactly who their consumer is. They know exactly who they're selling to and they know how to talk to them in a way where it feels like they're making their customer the hero. Exactly. They amplify their audiences. So the sticker on my laptop right now, it says ABM and it's a little donkey pinata (laughs) and it says a badass marketer. And that just made me feel so empowered. And I put that immediately onto my laptop. They also have ones that aren't specifically just about marketing. I have one that's like a heart with hands around it and it just says you're cool. Right. They think 
of the people. They Mm -hmm. think of the end users who are actually using this swag or who are thinking about marketing in this way and want this type of stuff on their work, you know, items. Yeah, and like when I think about Zigster, the first thing that comes to mind is Justin and Jessica. Yes. Justin's their head of marketing. Jessica's their head of demand gen, also the champion of their of Drift for Zigster. So shout out to you, Jessica. But I don't think about a company based in Indiana that does like email signature marketing. I think about people. Absolutely. I never think about Sigster as the business. I think about Sigster as the connections mm-hmm. we've made with them. So those were our examples of conversational marketing that we think have really stood out that aren't crazy shifts that you have to make. Right. Uh, swag, you can make more buyer-centric. Tweeting a little bit more on the conversational side can be a little bit more conversational. And keeping your emails friendly and toned in a way yeah. where it makes conversations easy is something that you can implement without having to rethink the entire way that you do marketing. Exactly. And so... We may be the people who are sitting here looking at dashboards and building conversational marketing flows and figuring and obsessing over this stuff, but there are so many people out there who are also doing things like Sigster, like Glossier, like Wendy's that we want to learn from. Right, exactly. So we want to learn from these people mm-hmm. and we'll be your guides throughout this, helping and learning along with you. But to do so... We need your help. Yep. (laughs) So if you like what you heard today or are pumped to hear from our awesome guests, and we do have some awesome guests lined up. So pumped. So if you want to hear from some people doing this in the real world, we need you to leave a review. Yeah. We need to tell DC and DG, our VP of Marketing and our CEO, if you guys don't know, that... The Conversational Marketing Podcast is helping you guys understand and navigate through this new way of thinking about marketing and sales. Yes. So leave us a review, but also let us know who you want us to interview. Who's yeah. doing this super well? Whose brains can we pick and give you all the insights into what they're doing? Plus. And we have a special present. <laughs> we have a special giveaway. Plus, it wouldn't be yeah. the Hyper Growth Podcast Network if we didn't plug the hypergrowth event, let's go hypergrowth. September 3rd in Boston, November 18th in San Francisco. We might know a guy who might know a guy who might know a Jana <laughs> <laughs> who would allow us to maybe get you guys some discounted tickets. So how you can do that is tweet at us. We're going to put our Twitter handles in the description of this podcast so that you can easily find them. But I'm at Sarah underscore Pion. I'm at Sammy Reinstein. That's Sammy with an I. And tweet that you listened to the first episode of Conversational Marketing and you gave us a six-star review. And we will hook you up with some hypergrowth tickets.